Hey, you okay? Oh, damn enchiladas. Oh. You gonna be all right? Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of It's Them Damn Enchiladas, the podcast, where we mostly talk about horror movies with a splash of video games, television, comic books, and beer. I am Carlos Rivera. As always, the pen to my teller, my partner Adam Griffin, follow us on the Red Hot Twitter machine, handles in the show notes, and the show at It's Them Damn, and on Instagram at It's Them Damn Enchiladas Podcast. Hakuna Matata, it is May 28th, recording, the month is almost over, what is up? Oh, good lord. Yeah, it's been another banner time here uh, in this new slice of hell known as 2020. But we're here, and we're pushing on through. How have you been? Not too bad. Um, apparently, there was no spring this year. It's just summer and fall. There was no really winter. So it's like... I'm not ready for this hot weather yet. Yeah. And I'm not liking it. And I'll probably complain about it when it's gone. Because that's what I do. I like to complain. But, um... Yeah, it's it's almost June. Yeah, next week. Um, I would say where has the year gone, but we know where it's been. It's been inside all of our homes, if we're lucky enough. To uh, be able to stay at home due to the circumstances. So yeah, year keeps on chugging. But uh, in these dire times, it is good to be able to find bright spots. And this past weekend, there was an unexpected bright spot uh, known as the Chattanooga Film Festival. Uh, ended up going online through the weekend through Memorial Day. And thanks to the hookup from one uh, Dr. Mr. Coach Andrew Wilzak. I was able to partake in a bit of the Chattanooga Film Festival. Oh, Dr. So, Mr. Coach. Yes, big shout out to him as always. Uh, even more so for this wonderful thing. Because let me tell you, virtual film fests better be a part of whatever new future we find ourselves in. Because this was fucking awesome. I mean, I'm, all, I'm always down for uh, some virtual film fests. But if um, everyone seemed to have a great time with it, yeah, yeah, it was uh, it's about what uh, forty different shorts and uh, over twenty film feature films. Jeez. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it was a thirty thirty dollars for a weekend pass, all you can watch, uh, plus live panels, and everything, or ten ten dollar day pass. Uh, so I was able to watch uh, Sunday and part of Monday due to some computer issues. Uh, the movies I got to see uh, f- features were uh, 
Fulci for Fake, which was the first biopic on Lucio Fulci. Oh. And that was, you know, pretty informative as far as, you know, taking a look at uh, basically that general block of films where he really got where his, his kind of the focus of his career lies pretty much, you know, with New York Ripper, uh, uh, City of the Living Dead, The Beyond, House by the Cemetery. Uh, just looking at, you know, his, his the state of things in his life, what he was going through outside of the films and everything. So pretty informative stuff for Lucio Fulci fans. I also got to see Attack of the Demons, an animated film uh, set in a small town in Colorado. Uh, Inconspicuously animated, kind of like South Park too, but uh, much more coherent and straightforward than South Park itself. So well, that that's yeah. not. Uh, that's that's always <laughs> that's, that's always a plus. Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty cool. And then. I got to see one of my holy grails uh, from the year. Uh, a movie I was really looking forward to. The movie that was described as Jason Takes San Paolo turned out being nothing like that, but in a good way. That's right. I got to see Skull the Mask. Oh! Skull the Mask! That's right. Uh, oh, man. Now, was it. Was, wait, hold on. Before you start. Okay. Was it everything you hoped it would be? It uh, it turned out to be more than what I hoped for it to be, just because of the possibilities. Okay. Like, um, a lot of reviews said it was kind of muddled because it was more of a police procedural mixed up with a monster movie. But I think it worked to its benefit because they did a lot of world building and a lot of showing off its own personal mythology and the 90-some-odd minutes uh, that the, was, of course, the movie. A lot of fun stuff in it. Uh, the, the the titular skull, the monster itself, like, like you gotta see it. Like, I do re- recommend hunting this movie down once it's available for uh, on video on demand or whatever, however it comes out, whoever gets it. Because uh, the effects were cool, monster's cool. So, yeah. I was very pleased. I hope um, I hope the movie does gain, gain traction once it gets a wider release because I would like to see those filmmakers kind of build that out, build that universe out a bit more just to really see what happens. So, yeah. Um, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, other shorts, I got to see Inferno, and um, I think that the creative team behind that I hope they get a Nightmare on Elm Street movie in a few years. That's all I'm going to say. It was that damn good. Uh, also got to see Disco Graveyard, The Haunted Swordsman, Megan, 26, Separation, and Live Forever, which is a nice little musical short. So, uh, yeah, I hope that uh, the team behind Chattanooga Film Fest gets to do a virtual film fest again and sooner rather than later because it was it was uh, a lot of fun it really did help to kind of fill a void you know over over this time period so yeah. and they picked, they picked a good weekend for it too so, oh yeah you know I mean some beaches were open but not all beaches so people were you know needing things to do and there's some of us that don't like to go out you know 
Oh, yeah. stay in, you know, maybe stay in and spend time with the family, but you got a film festival to you can watch. Yeah. Perfection. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. And once again, big thanks to Andy Wilzak for, for, for hooking us up there. Yes, Dr. Mr. Coach. Good old Dr. Mr. Coach. Our friend. Our buddy. Uh, other good stuff uh, spinning out of last weekend. Last weekend was a good weekend. Uh, we went back to the last drive-in on Shutter. Joe Bob Briggs, Darcy, Mutant Family, Mutant Fam, if you will. Uh, week five's movies were The Exorcist three and uh, Deadbeat by Dawn. Have you seen either of those movies? Off. Oh, Exorcist <laughs> three is, is amazing. First off, that's right. You should have seen how many people were uh, were. Uh, Losing their shit over the jump scare. Oh come on! That's, have they not seen it before? Uh, no. Oh. A lot of people, a lot of people uh, on Twitter hadn't seen it before and were just freaking out. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot. I feel like a lot of people haven't seen anything after one. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, two gets destroyed on 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 the regular. Well, and people, uh, there's a bit of snobbery towards sequels in general, especially with you know huge first films like that anyway right but part two has james Earl jones well you know <laughs> on the one hand james Earl jones yes on the other hand the role he's playing I don't know, what can you do i mean people gotta work so, <laughs> so wow it's not his fault no it's not gotta work you know we don't know whose fault that one was. Oh, I can blame it on a writer. Well, that's, that's, that's so much. That's so much. <laughs> that's why I blame it on. Uh, but part three, part three is so good. Part three. Yeah. If you never saw part one, um, you could almost have part three stand alone by itself. Right. And and it does until the you know until the big reveal. Yeah, and I mean, uh, William Peter Blatty wanted didn't want Exorcist in the title. And there wasn't supposed to be an exorcism in the movie, but production was like, "Well, we gotta do this. It's an exorcism movie." So they threw in. It was supposed to be the title was supposed to be Legion, based on a book. So yes. So yeah, good times there. Deadbeat by Dawn. Um, I hadn't seen this one before, uh, and I was thoroughly pleased by it. Um, it reminded me of one F. Scott Blair, just the kind of movie it was. Oh man, yeah. 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 So I, I have a feeling that would have been one of his favorites. Um, it was a very. Uh, it, it's about pretty much gangs on the mean streets of Dayton, Ohio. Oh Lord. Yeah. <laughs> and you got this one uh, martial arts aficionado, whip kicking folks and, and like using nunchucks and shit and big ass throwing stars. And yeah, it was a blast. Yeah. And, and you the, sure the he, last... doesn't have a, he doesn't have a writing like credit in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty nuts and um uh, the last 20 minutes are phenomenal so that movie's currently streaming on Shutter. so definitely check that out uh complimentary picks to go along with that week uh first film will be The Fallen or Fallen rather with uh John Goodman and Denzel Washington and second movie be The Dead Next Door another low budget Midwestern action horror movie of sorts. 
So yeah, uh, week six is going down tomorrow, and they've already announced what the second movie is going to be. Oh, whoa! What's that? Uh, it's a movie that I have never seen, and for good reason. And Uh-oh. I mentioned it. Uh oh. On the show. Uh oh. Cannibal Holocaust. Oh yes! Oh, I'm so excited. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> this is amazing. You're gonna have to watch it. Yeah, I know. You've been, you've been, you. Okay, hold on. I'm getting. I'm so like emotion, like overwhelmed with emotion right now. I haven't watched it only because you won't watch it. It's on my. It's in my queue, and I'm like, I, I gotta watch this. But you're like, it's like, who am I gonna talk about it with if you don't watch it? So now you're forced to watch it. Well, I'm not forced to watch it. Well, there's yeah, still a choice. No, there's not. There's still a choice involved. You want you you want to be able to follow each week of of Joe Bob. This is true, and they're they're uh, they're doing a host only host on Saturday for people that don't want to watch a movie. Yeah, you, know, you know because it is a movie with uh, animal cruelty in it. So they're giving that option. But biting a bullet. Yeah, I mean, I can always turn it off. If I get pissed uh, off, uh, or when uh, I get pissed off, because I'm always pissed off. That's how it goes today. Uh, so, listen, yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> but uh, there are bright spots in between the anger. Uh, for example, HBO Max. Have you had a chance to check out HBO Max? Didn't you rem- did you forget my rant? I f- yeah. My anti HBO Max rant. You, you know, like half my brain is not there, so it probably went in that half. Probably floated in that half. Well, that's that's good to know. Not on purpose. That's good to know. Not, not on purpose. My just, opinions are just being no, that's thrown not, by the wayside. You no, know, that's not uh. You know that's not true. Okay, fine. Um. <laughs> I forget. I forget half the things I say anyway. So that's like, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I have not. Um, I don't. I can't. I mean, listen, times are tough, man. To to add another streaming service to the budget. This is true. Yeah. I just. Uh, Let's say I didn't know if uh, because depending on what cable service you have, uh, you can get it free. So look I mean, into that. What? Yeah. Like if you're paying for HBO now. It should already update to HBO Max, or depending on what uh, what TV package you have. So, uh, for anybody out there that is that is wondering, just take a look at HBOMax.com and uh, check it out. Because that's how I'm seeing it. I'm very, I'm so confused right now. <laughs> so, let's get this straight. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, HBO Now. Yes. And HBO Go. Are two different right. uh, HBO, HBO, oh, HBO now you get you have to pay for yeah HBO go you don't it's part of your you get cable. that part of your cable yeah and depending on your cable provider and what package you have um, you can get HBO Max without paying extra oh yeah because it's uh because uh, AT&T, AT&T. yeah owns HBO yeah yeah, oh, so double, yeah. So double check yeah I, I I have Verizon files oh. Right. Well, they're making deals with people, so. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna pay fifteen dollars a month for it. Yeah, I don't know. That's understandable, but they're still making deals. So depending on your package, you might still be able to get it. So we'll, we'll keep an eye out if the hookup exists. 
We'll find I it. mean, eventually I'm going to have to get it to watch the Snyder Cut, right? Don't call I, it. I, I, it's, it's, I already did. Too late. Don't. I, I already in did. future. In future, don't call it that. Because they're coming. <laughs> they lurk it. Uh, so yeah, uh, tons of horror movies on the damn thing. Including one that I just watched before we started recording. Wait, what's that? Uh, you know, a little movie called Ready or Not. Oh! Finally! 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 I finally saw it. Well, well, well. So, Adam, yes. what are your thoughts on the movie Ready or Not? I, I'm glad they committed to the premise. Um, especially the ending. I don't know exactly how much we want to say, considering we have a producer, podcast producer from Stars, Tid Stars, for us, who might not have seen the movie. Uh, yeah, that's, okay, fair, fair enough. But did you like the ending? Yes. Did for you love, okay, you loved it, because I love the ending. Yes, yes, yes. I think, uh, Samara Weaving is a star and a half it needs her own franchise ASAP uh, one of the best modern lead performances I've seen in quite some time so genre good. or otherwise so good that damn good oh, oh, so good <laughs> I feel like it's been so long that I talked about it did we talk about this but I saw it right back in July yes this is one of our early episodes that's right Maybe August or best. September. No, the movie came out in July. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, we're looping back around to uh, going full circle. Wait, did it come out in July or August? Uh, August. Uh, Maybe August. Maybe uh, August. Let's say August. I think August sounds better. Yeah, it must have been August. For some reasons I can't say out loud. Um, yeah, man, so good. Yeah, and, uh, I, and by seeing it, I'm now even more excited for Scream. Uh, Scream 5, whatever they call it. Because it's going to be by the same crew. Mm-hmm. So, so they got the tone. The tone is perfect for the Scream franchise. Um, lots of little repeating gags and payoffs that just really work. Mm-hmm. They're everything. The whole, everything worked in the movie. Yeah. It was funny. And the laughs were good laughs. Like, not like stupid, cheap laughs. Yeah, no groaners. Yeah. It's all good stuff. Good times express. So what else we got here? Uh, other good stuff this week is that Another Realm Studios did something they'd never done before. Uh, they released story-based DLC for Mortal Kombat, specifically Aftermath for Mortal Kombat 11. So what was thought of as a complete franchise reboot ends up getting an epilogue and what a fun epilogue it was uh, i got to play through it on tuesday when it dropped so this is the part where uh, you say previously on mortal Kombat. previously on mortal Kombat. So basically what happened was there are elder gods and titans in this mortal Kombat universe and one of these titans named chronica oversees the hourglass of time and you learn throughout the course of Mortal Kombat 11's original story mode that she has been manipulating all the events uh, surrounding the tournament and all the players in it and everything, all the combatants, to keep doing her bidding. 
when things have gotten so screwed up uh, that she finally intervenes once and for all. And um, it's up to uh, all the fighters to kind of figure out exactly where the timeline keeps screwing up and why they keep all getting wiped out. And they figure out that it's between uh, Raiden and Liu Kang. Of course. Because every time they fight each other, the timeline goes to shit. So in this round of, 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 uh, of Mortal Kombat stuff, uh, Part 9 was the original kind of reboot, but Raiden ended up killing Liu Kang, and that's when everything went nuts. So in Mortal Kombat 11, Raiden gives over his Elder God powers to Liu Kang. Liu Kang beats Kronika and uh, ends up restarting time from the very beginning. With the DLC, uh, a mysterious portal opens. Guess who's walks on through it? I'm gonna guess it's not Super Grover. No, Super Grover's not DLC yet. Damn it! But Shang Tsung is. Oh, so you have Carrie Tagawa reprising his role from Mortal Kombat uh, 1995 as Shang Tsung, just smirking and beguiling everyone, and just being a real smarmy jerk throughout the whole story mode and nice. it's fucking phenomenal your soul is mine so uh, you know there's, there's backstabbery afoot both literally and figuratively and at the end of course um, it comes down to Liu Kang versus Shang Tsung at the hourglass of time for control of the entire timeline and players get to pick who did you pick I picked Liu Kang first, because that's the story. All right. And then I picked Shang Tsung. And uh, uh, the first one is a complete reboot, and the second one is just evil wins. So yeah, good times. So that's what you were doing Tuesday. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, it took me about uh, five hours to do DLC mode. Then we get three new characters. You got Shiva. Fujin and Robocop. And uh, let's see what happens moving forward. So I was excited. Robocop. Robocop, that's right. Everything comes back to Robocop. And the A, every, every, everything comes back to Robocop. Well, you know what? Peter Weller is great with his voice acting for Robocop. And if they can kind of capture that tone, if Robocop Returns actually does come out, we might be in for a treat. Oh my god. <laughs> Peter Weller cannot play Robocop. He already put on the suit once already. I can't have it happen. So, we'll see. That'll be, that's, that's something my heart can't take. <laughs> hey, after uh, anything to get rid of part three, it's fine with me. And, and the TV series. And the TV miniseries. Just smooth all that over. We'll be good to go. Huh. Well, I hope so. I hope so. Uh, and speaking of TV, a film that we're going to talk about very soon is getting a television series. That's right. Uh, Lee Wannell's Upgrade is going to TV. Blumhouse Television and UCP. Uh, law line for this is that it's going to pick up a few years after the events of the film and broadens the universe with the revolvers of STEM 
and a new host, imagining a world in which the government repurposes STEM to help curb criminal activity. Of course they does, because that's what would happen with shit like that, because everybody ruins technology. So, um, I think casting here is going to be key, because, you know, when you say curb criminal activity, what do you really mean? Yeah, what do you really mean with criminal activity? Yeah. And, and, you know, who's playing what characters? What do the characters look like? Uh, I hope they make some choices that don't get them hemmed up. Who's carrying this, uh, the TV show? Uh, they haven't said what channel it's going to be on, but it's Blumhouse. Okay. Well, I know it's Blumhouse. I just want to see if they, if they, uh, said who was, if they had any announcements as to who would be, uh, carrying the, the show, but... Oh, no, 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 no channel yet. But, you know... Uh, could be USA or Hulu, since it's a universal property. Ah, uh, yes. Well, you have to keep an eye out on developments for that. Uh, what else do we got here? Oh, I know. Uh, a final season of a show we both watch. What? Wait, what? That's almost a rarity nowadays. Uh, well, it started last night. And we've got 13 episodes left. Oh, okay. I'm like, wait a minute, what the hell? Uh, are you ready for the finale of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Nope, I'm not ready for the end. Me neither. Did you get a chance to watch? I have not. I had a busy day today. Okay. Uh, I will not say anything about the plot, except to say that it's great to see all these characters back on screen interacting once again. And like I said on Twitter, um, hopefully we get to see all of them down the road in the MCU uh, in some form or fashion because I don't think it's over over for this group of characters by a long shot show might end but the characters don't can't have them leaving so uh, some, just some general shield thoughts what do you think how do you think uh, things left off with uh, season 6 well only thing that I've been hoping and you know my hope is that they somehow get Agent Carter in there. Yes. Seeing as they're, seeing as they're back in time. Um, they took time traveling to the extreme. They went forward. They went back. Now they're back again. It's crazy. They're doing major time heists. <laughs> and that's your area of expertise. Well, you know, in this post-Endgame MCU, every show is going to do the time heist. The show's going to have a, ta- a take on it. It's going to be time heist. It's going to be dimension heist. It's going to be heist heist with, with science fiction heist. It's just going to be heist everywhere. Just, heist. Just, heist. Just What's gangs of characters talking about we got to go d- take a thing. What do you mean take a thing? We got to go take a thing to save a thing. Take a thing to save a thing? You must be joking. No. Serious. Then we all get together then. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's... I wonder if that's how they pitch it when they're like all in a room together. Like we got to have our end game moment. Okay. What kind of heist we run? Well they did the time heist. We gotta figure out another heist. Heist heist? The heist heist. That's the one I'm most interested in, the heist heist. Well isn't there a show that's just one continuous heist? Isn't it on Netflix? What? It was like a, a, a season of a show, like a, with multiple seasons. Oh, uh, Casa de Papel? Uh, no. That's the Spanish name of it. Oh, okay. 
sorry. My brain was like, wait, that didn't sound like it. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I think that's the one you're talking about. It's like Tower money. Heist or something? It's heist in the damn title, money? isn't it? It's Money Heist. Money Heist, yeah. That's all just... Yeah, it's a Spanish movie. It's a Spanish show. Oh, okay. It's La Casa de Papel. Yeah, it's literally the same heist. It's like, it's been going on since 2017. Wild. Wild times. Heist everywhere. Can't do nothing. Pretty much, they're going, they're going to have a sequel heist one day. Heist 2. The yeah. pre-heist. Or somebody's just going to hijack a sequel. For example, uh, did you know that Fede Alvarez was going to direct a sequel to uh, Labyrinth? I did not know that. Well, doesn't matter anymore because he's off and Scott Derrickson is going to direct it instead. Well, that's... That's... that's turn of events. That's right. So, um... Scott Derrickson was formerly on Doctor Strange 2 and everybody lost his shit when he left the project even though he did so what seemed to be an amicable manner. Sam Ray went on. Everybody got quiet. So now, Scott Derrickson's on Labyrinth 2. Everybody's loud again because they're happy that he's directing a sequel to Labyrinth. Um, did you ever see the, the original? It's been so long. Yeah, I yeah I think I saw it when I was a kid, and that was it. Um, yeah, it's big in pop culture, so of course they're gonna. Oh yeah, people love that movie. People love that movie. Yep, I hope it does. Uh, hope it does pretty good. Just so people get their fix, and hope they don't Star Wars it up. Well, now you're asking for too much. I always do. You know, I I like to concentrate that's, on the good that's, that's your thing I like to concentrate on the good and people like to see the good possibilities yeah how dare you because we don't need that cynicism and negativity and how, the gatekeeping and how how dare you all that all that mess all that filth all that flim flam flarm flippity floppity flippity flip. it's the truth yeah gotta gotta see the other side of things if you can I know it's rough out there but we will get through. We will persevere. Uh, anything going on? I've been talking. <laughs> anything going on? In, uh, anything you've seen that st- stood out? Anything there? New stories? I, I have seen absolutely nothing exciting okay. in the last couple of days. In the last couple of days, that is. Um, I'm very... Um, I'm very anxious for like so I was thinking about it I'm at work I was bored had no, I didn't I literally didn't do a thing all day like I talk about sometimes how I don't do anything at work but literally today I did nothing at work there was nothing to do because I did everything that needed to be done so I had nothing to do um and I was thinking to myself man I wonder what new video games or new movies came out and I, I I I went on AMC just to and I and I missed I, I missed being able to book a seat at the movie theater to go yeah. see something new um so that sucks but you know it seems like it seems like we're getting a little closer back to normal I'm excited about that you know they re, they ease the restrictions here in Jersey with the uh the gatherings of people yeah so uh it's like 10 people now, which is fine with me. 
because I only have like four friends. So ten people is perfect. Going to a porch party on Saturday is going to be there amazing. We're going to hang out on the porch and drink responsibly. Yeah, got to do that. Yep, it's going to be a nice 84 degree weather day. Got that, you know, Got looking forward to that. Uh, the fact my birthday is next week. There you go. You see? Yeah, got that, guys. So you, well, you know what we got to do. You know, next, next, uh, next you're, you're in charge of the podcast birthday blowout next week. Next Saturday, yep. Uh, so I, I probably will have a lot to ramble on about. Um, so probably a lot of Val Kilmer stuff because, you know, just talk about Val Kilmer all day. Well, I'll tell you what, next week we'll talk about your favorite Batman. Ah, the, the best Batman. We'll talk about Batman forever. How about that? I think that's a fantastic idea. It's going to be a Carlos centric episode. That's right. I get one, you get one, Marcus one. And it's gonna be, it's gonna be, guys gonna be wishing, wishing it wasn't my birthday. <laughs> There's gonna be strippers. No, there's not. There's, did you see? Hold on, <laughs> on a different show. Did you see that they're o- reopening Las Vegas, right? Yeah. Starting June fourth, um, and its casinos are gonna have like limited, you know, slot machines and limited people and. Everything's going to be all clean, but the strip clubs are not going to reopen. Well, you know. Do you think, do you think business will still be the same without the strip clubs open in Vegas? Well, the clubs might not be open, but people are going to make their money. Let's put it that way. People will find a way to make their money. Well, let me ask this question. We're going, now we're going into... Forgive me, people who are listening to this podcast. Uh-oh. I'm going off a deep end over here. Oh, it, it might be a little borderline. We're we'll going to uh, the deep water. If I'm going to the deep water, I apologize if I start drowning. I actually have a fear of drowning, so I try not to. Um, <laughs> is prostitution considered an essential service? That's a good question. Because it's legal in Vegas, right? Um, I didn't see any. Uh, there were no, you know, news items about it. I don't think they want to talk about it in that manner. I think, uh, in considering we haven't uh, seen any any reports or cases about people getting arrested in this I mean, time, being the world's oldest profession, yes, is it also considered an essential service? These are the things I think about. This mm-hmm. is why sometimes I go to bed like at ten thirty at night, but I don't fall asleep till like midnight. <laughs> Because these random things start popping in my head. I would think that they would not classify it as an essential service. But I do not. I also think that they would not. Uh, well, I guess depending on, on the parties involved. They would not actively go looking to uh, prosecute said cases. Like the bunny ranch. Are they going to go to the bunny ranch and see if people are actually there? No. But they wouldn't mind if they were. Yeah, see? It's weird. It's just kind of, you know, well, if we don't talk about it, it's not happening. If they can't make money off of chasing any anybody could, commencing in, you know, what they could be perceived as a crime, then they won't go after it. But if they can make money off of busting somebody, then no, it's not in the social service. Fair enough. Thank you for your uh, input on that one. 
It's been bothering me. It's been bothering me the last couple days. <laughs> I gotta have no one to talk to at work because we're it's we're like it's like we're still quarantined at work. We're only allowed like in my like I'm in location, but my company can is only allowed to have one person at that location at the time. Yeah. Normally there's two of us, so literally I sit alone all day for eight hours, and I have no one to talk to. Maybe occasionally someone, one of the other guys, one of the workers from the the company, and I start thinking about these things. <laughs> I start reading the news on you know Chrome Chrome News, and then all of a sudden my mind starts starts to wander in <laughs> and starts trying to figure things out. <laughs> like you see that you see that article about the 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 life forms that they found hidden away in this uh, cave that was closed off for five million years. No. Yeah. They found living creatures in a pool of water in a cave that had been sealed for five million years. Hmm. It's 2020. I think they should reseal that cave right now. Well, I mean... <sighs> Isn't that how the thing started? That's how That's how it always starts. This is, this is a shit you don't do. You don't uncover that which has been buried you don't unseal caves you don't open sarcophagi sarcophagi yes you don't read from books that are chained up and bound in trash bags or that have human faces on them there are things that you don't do but people keep doing it anyway I mean, 2020 has been a hell of a year, man. This is just craziness all over the place. Yeah. Yes. Yep. But we endure. We press on. I'm kind of upset that murder hornets didn't last very long. I'm, I'm all right with that. That was like that was like two days. That was that was a uh, that was a, that was a snap. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was here today and then. Uh. I was literally looking forward to that. You know what I look forward to? What's that? There we get an on-the-spot question. Oh. Why don't we do that? So, uh, you know, on-the-spot is our recurring segment where we hear from our personal podcast producer for the stars, Mark Warren, in which he submits a question that puts us on the spot. Today's question is... With the news that theaters are going to make a push to reopen in July, can you do a preview of the rest of the potential film year by highlighting one movie per month that you're hoping to see released? And then he asks, he doesn't really ask us, but he tells us to Wikipedia that shit for the release schedule. Boop. Since uh, I go first this week, I will start. Um, let's see. So we got July through December. Bloop. Wait, what? Bloop. What? I'm opening stuff on my phone. It's cool. Oh, that's the noise it makes. That's the noise I make from my phone when it happens. Okay. 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 So, so July. July. All right. July. My pick. Um, if if it comes out, because we still got to get through June, and uh, with no vaccine, and the people just hanging out with a million at the beach and shit. Oh boy. But for July, my pick is Tenant. Because Nolan. John David Washington, Robert Pattinson. Hopefully, if it's as good as Nolan thinks it is, 
all will be well. So I'm going to see him back his shit up. Uh, August or August. Didn't Wonder Woman get moved again? If it didn't, that's my pick. Uh, Timber. My pick. Oh, wait. It got moved. It would have been Candyman. But it's not. But it's not. Um, Quiet Place 2 got moved. I think everything got moved, didn't it? I feel like they did, so this might be a... Oh, boy. Um, I'll go with Monster Hunter. Let's see if, uh... The Jovovich can strike again. If that didn't get moved. It might have gotten moved. It might... I mean... Movie theaters? What are those? Now, <laughs> anyway... I mean, October's easy. October. Well, didn't it? It didn't get moved. Or did it? I, Halloween Kills has not gotten moved. Oh, that's my pick. That is my pick. Uh, November. Uh, didn't Godzilla vs. Kong get moved? <laughs> if it didn't, that's my pick. Well, that's definitely your pick. And then we hit December. Ooh, this is a rough one. But I'm going to err on the side of goodness. And my pick is going to be Coming to America. Nice. Those are my picks. Nice. Very nice. Well, July t- Tenet. I that's been so hyped. Yeah. And uh, I love the previews. Watching the previews it looks looks good. John David Washington, up and coming actor, man, doing good stuff. So I want to see how that comes out. Uh, August. 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 Uh, New Mutants isn't coming out in August, is it? No. I got moved. What is it now? Wait, where is it? I don't know. I can't. It remember. might. If it's if it's in August, I won't see it. It's. I'm gonna go with the New Mutants. All right. Finally, the first Marvel horror movie. So we've been told. So we've been told. So we've been told. September. September's a tricky one because a lot of these got moved. Yeah. Uh, if The Conjuring is still there, that's what I want to see. We haven't had a good Conjuring one in a while. Yeah. I want to... The Nun was alright. October Halloween Kills absolutely without question. <sighs> November, I guess I could have to go Black Widow. Okay. And December. You're right. December's a tough one. Well, uh, well, I don't want to see Dune because I never saw the first one. Well, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch it in the theater. Yeah. If even theaters are open by then. Yeah. I would hope so. Man, I really love Top Gun, so that's like tough for me, especially with Val Kilmer coming back. <sighs> Top Gunner coming to America. That's a tough one. Um, I would probably yeah you know what probably coming to America. Yep, Eddie Murphy, West Snipes. Just because it's been it's been so long. Yeah, and uh, he's he's working with the same team that did he did Dolomite is my name with so that's instant watch. Yeah, it's it's been a long time. I should have left you without a dope beat to step to. 
Step two. Step two. Chicken, step chicken, two. chicken. <sighs> I feel relieved. As you can say, I'm alone. I'm alone. Sorry. Okay. Rest in peace, Leah. That's right. Hopefully, we get her music back on streaming sooner rather than later. Yeah, that's a big mess. It is. Technology, man. People sitting on that money. Trying to charge too much. That's always what it is. Get them rights. Get them ducats. I mean, get them rights. Get them rights. So we can spend them ducats. That's right. Support. It's fun. But speaking of support, we'd like to thank all of you for supporting us. We hope to see you again next week because with all that, this has been another episode of It's the Damage Laws of the Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, you can leave us a voicemail at 443-906-0040. If we read it on air, you're officially part of the Inch Mob. As always, podcast producer for the stars, Mark Warren, has been responsible for making the sound oh so spectacular. So thank you. All to do, Mark. You got it. Until next time, everyone, please take care of yourselves. Stay aware. Be safe. Have fun. Watch our movies. Play some damn video games. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Hydrate, hydrate. Uh, once again, thank you for listening. And goodbye. Bye. changing my marks. What a horrible place this is. It's not fair. That's right. It's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) But that's only half of it. This was a dead end a minute ago. No, that's the dead end behind you. (laughs) It keeps changing. What am I supposed to do? Well, the only way out of here is to try one of these doors. One of them leads to the castle at the center of the labyrinth, and the other one leads to... Certain death. Which one is which? Uh, We can't tell you. Why not? Um, We don't know. But they do. Oh, then I'll ask them. Uh, No, you can't ask us. You can only ask one of us. Mm -hmm. It's in the rules. And I should warn you that one of us always tells the truth and one of us always lies. That's a rule, too. He always lies. I do not. I tell the truth. Oh, what a lie. (laughs) (laughs) He's the liar. (laughs) All right. Answer yes or no. Would he tell me that this door leads to the castle? Yes? Then the other door leads to the castle, and this door leads to certain death. Oh. How do you know? He could be telling the truth. But then you wouldn't be. So if you told me that he said yes, I know the answer is no. But I could be telling the truth. But then he would be lying. So if you told me that he said yes, I know the answer would Uh, still be no. Wait a minute. Uh, Is that right? I don't know. I've never understood it. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's right. I figured it out. I can never do it before.
think I'm getting smarter. It's a piece of cake. 